I was recording an episode this morning with my friend, and as soon as it comes out, I will share it with you. And the Lord like impressed something in my mind at that time. She was very complimentary, and actually it was at the end of our recording, she was just praying for me after we had finished, everything was done, and she said something just complimentary over the way that um, we're walking through this fire. And it's something that I have heard from many people, and I appreciate that so much because it's so not me at all. This is the Lord through me doing all this. And I thought, you know what? I have graciously said thank you so much and then kept walking. And it made me stop and think of like, what are many of the things that the Lord has taught me through this season and we're still in it. We're still out of the house. We're we're certainly doing work and we're starting on stuff, but we're still in this season and I have a little bit of perspective now. We're, you know, uh, 3 months out and I've I've just seen some things and I wanted to share that with you. Whether you're walking through a literal, you know, the aftermath of a fire or some big something or other, I know without a shadow of a doubt, and I don't even need to know the particulars of it, but the Lord has brought that into your life for a very specific purpose. And as kind of a don't do as I do, like, stop, listen, like the episode um, 253, where we were talking about James 119, take a minute to listen more than we speak, right? And because I know that the Lord wants to to teach you something. So I'm going to share with you a few things that the Lord is teaching me in the midst of all of this. Hey, Kingdom Builder, welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. Are you struggling to find balance between what Jesus wants for you and your big business goals? Do you find yourself up late at night, overwhelmed by the goals and growth you long for while also lacking the confidence to get there? Do you wake up with big, ambitious dreams only to feel frustrated that you're not promoting and afraid you'll fail when another team member quits and you miss that promotion again? Hey. I'm Michelle. I too was tired of being in the same place year after year. I too felt frustrated and wished to build the business of my dreams. I wanted to honor the Lord, level up, and see my team succeeding. But I kept telling myself, the products are too expensive, or no one wants to join me, or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Does that sound familiar? Until I realized that all the growth and success was nothing if God wasn't my first priority. In this podcast, you'll find network marketing business tips, biblical mindset encouragement, and a little mama motivation sprinkled in from time to time, all so that you'll see the growth and success through God's eyes first. Let's partner together, grow against the grain of this world, and find that balance you've been craving. Friend, go grab your Bible, notebook, and that coffee that's been beeping at you from the microwave. Let's get ready to grow against the grain. Okay, let's hop right to it. I wish I could say this is going to be like six things I've learned and it's going to be so easy for you to learn as well. And it's not as all and at at all. And I have simplified it to six. Actually, I started with three and I was like, no, there's more. And if I if I spent any more time on that, it could be, you know, the 48 things that I have learned through all of this. So we're going to keep it here and just, you know, maybe it's part one of a multi-part something or other down the line. Who knows? And as we get through, you know, each phase of this, there are new things that the Lord is teaching me and new ways that he is refining me. And we know 
whatever we're going through is for our good and God's glory, right? Few um, episodes back, we were talking about purpose versus calling. Our calling is that job. Like what have we been called to do? Maybe it's, uh, maybe your sole job right now is wife and mom. Awesome. That is enough. That is a lot, right? Maybe you have a vocation where you are earning money from that, all of those things. But we also know as believers, as kingdom entrepreneurs, as women of God, our purpose is to honor the Lord, right? And it's so it's so fun to compartmentalize, right? We can say, oh yes, I do my business to honor the Lord. And then like forget that we have all of these other things that actually the Lord has called us to honor him in everything that we do. And so as we walked through this, and like I said in the intro, so many of you have been so kind and gracious and complimentary of the way that we walk through this current situation that my family is in the midst of. And if you listened to the episode, um, I think it was 250. I'll look right now. It was episode 252 where I was really just raw and sharing my heart and Lord, I need you every hour. I need you. You know that like it's not easy. And sometimes we just go and that's what we do and we in and we just we just have to run and then it catches up which is what that episode really was in the moment of it catching up and just sharing my raw heart to you but i want to share these with you by no means are they exhaustive like i said before but i let's just i'm going to stop qualifying let's just go and get started right you're like yes already michelle let's go okay so six things that the lord has been teaching me and working on me and just opening my eyes to through this season number 1 i have a choice over how i respond from the very beginning I recognized, and I would say that this is definitely something that I have learned from my parents, and and this is not the first big thing that I have walked through, and so I have had opportunities to put this into practice. Sometimes it's a heck of a lot easier than other, other times, but the reality is the fire happened. I can't change that. I, I can't go back in time and change that at all. But what I do have control over is how I respond. And I have in my mind, and of course, this is generalities, but I have two ways of responding. I can be like, oh my goodness, the garage burned. We lost so much stuff. We lost pictures. We lost boohoo, like way and And nobody would blame me for that, right? And there's certainly a part of it that that has happened and that we did mourn over stuff. The other way I can respond is, okay, Lord, like you protected us. You took care of us. You have provided in so many ways. And for me, for me, that is how I choose to respond. And I want to be very clear that this is not positive poly, like it's all great. My garage burned and it's the greatest thing that happened. And I hope that you hear the difference in what I'm saying here. What I'm saying is it burned, it happened. So how am I going to respond? Am I going to drag my feet and just be broken and sad all day, every day over this? Well, for me, I'm not because it doesn't change my situation. The situation is what it is. And my perspective and my attitude 
is actually going to have even vaster or, or larger effects on those around me. I'm, I'm mom and moms, guess what? We have a lot of control over the mood and the things that happen within our home. And our attitude, sadly, and in a great way, depending on the way you look at it, has a, has a, a, a vast, a, a, a vast effect on the people around us. So again, I have a choice over how I'm going to respond. And here's the thing. Remember when your kids were little and maybe they're little right now and they, you're at the park, they're running around, they fall down, skin their knee, whatever. And there's that moment, right? Like you see it all happen. You're sitting back a little bit. There's that moment where you are just waiting for how they're going to respond. And a lot of that has to do with how you respond. I've done it both ways. I've run over and been like, oh my goodness, are you okay? Oh, you poor thing. And what happens to our kids? They respond in like, they start bawling. They're like, it's a mess. I've also gone over and been like, hey, kiddo, okay, you're okay. Let's get up. You know, you're kind of assessing the situation. It doesn't appear that there's, you know, a mass amount of blood loss. There's no broken bones, whatever, and brush it off and off they go again, right? That's exactly what has happened here. Like, we're like, okay, this happened. Let's move on right? I mean, we're going to, we're going to walk through each of these things, but our attitude is the one thing that we can uh, control. Number two, I cannot do everything. Mama, I'm here to tell you that I had an overinflated ego on my abilities. Um, I am not Wonder Woman as awesome as she is. I am not her and I don't really want to be her. Um, but I can't do everything. I have to not only say no to things that I'd normally say yes to, but I've actually even had to remove things off of my plate. And I've also been acutely aware of how much I actually need to step away from things. And might I add, I needed to sever my ego from the overflowing plate. I have said many times, probably here on the podcast, but if you know me in, in, in IRL, in real life, um, I have said many times it kind of boasting, like, you know, I perform better when my, when my plate is overflowing and that's a lie. It's a total lie. Now I get it. I do work well under pressure. Um, I, I, that's, that's how I, I kind of roll maybe because that's what I'm used to, but whatever. Um, but what I've realized is I needed to sever my ego from this overflowing plate as if all of those things that are on my plate is, are, um, are, are proving my, my value, my worth, that I can do it all. And I'm here to tell you, Michelle, she cannot do it all. And at this stage of my life, I'm actually happy to say, no, I can't do these things. And um, just it's just made me acutely aware of those things. And there are seasons in everyone's life, right? There's times when you can take on more things. Right now, for me, I'm finding that, nope, this is a season where my, my primary focus after the Lord, my family, is managing this project of getting my house back together. 
which is exactly why I have no offers. I'm not selling you anything. I am here showing up three times a week on your podcast to give you what the Lord has put onto my heart. And I can't even tell you like what relief that is for me. Okay, number three, I need him. Just like I said in episode 252, I need the Lord. I absolutely need the Lord every hour, every moment of the day. But do you know who else I also need? I need my husband. I need help from him. And guess what? He has not yet in the 32 years that we have been together, he has not perfected reading my mind, which is a hallelujah and amen, because as much as we want our husbands to read our mind on the things that we want, we really don't want him to read our minds all the time. Because I don't know about you, sometimes there are things floating around in that mind that I'm like, oh, I'm so glad nobody else can read those things. And it gives me that opportunity to confess and ask the Lord to forgive me for those things. But I have realized that I need the Lord and I need my husband and I need help and I need to express those things. Episode 252 came out of a realization that I was trying to do so many things in my own strength. Have I perfected it? Uh, No, not at all. Your girl's a work in progress, as are you. But recognizing that is the first step, right? Okay, number four, my business isn't really mine at all. It belongs to the Lord. All of it, it belongs to him. I have tried for so many times to tell the Lord like, hey, so this is what we're doing. Come along, let's go. And and I don't think there's anything wrong with putting those things out there. But what do we know that all of a sudden I forgot? I realized I forgot to write down this verse, but the verse that says, you know, man uh, man lays out his or, or puts it, puts his goals out and, and, and lays out his plans, but the Lord directs his steps, right? Good. Put the goal, those goals out there. Lay them out there. That's awesome. But the Lord is going to direct our steps. And what I've learned to do is hold these things very lightly, very lightly, and let the Lord, the Lord do what he's going to do. And in fact, I, we're going to talk a bit more about this um, next week in an interview with my friend Elise Rooney, but really just holding on to things lightly. And once I have done that and just been like, okay, Lord, you know what? This is not my time. I am so thankful that I don't have a full load of clients that I'm working with right now because I'm barely getting time to get my recordings done and all the other things that I need to do. So I am finding joy in the simplicity of things right now. This business, and, and just to be clear, like, a business, you don't have to be making a certain, amount, a certain amount of money for it to be a business, you know, like, but it's all the Lord's. Uh, number five, <laughs> what am I treasuring? If you follow me on Instagram, you will see Bertha. Bertha two is now in our driveway and it is a 40 yard dumpster bin. We filled up the first one in less than a week. Now, just to be very clear, yes, that was a lot of stuff, but it was also like, cabinets because we gutted our kitchen and gutted one of the bathrooms. So it wasn't all 40 yards of stuff, but it has been very clear to me, where are my treasures? Where am I lying my laying up my treasures? And we know uh, Matthew 6, 20, that says for your, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. 
and looking at Bertha filled to the brim with all of these things at one time, they meant so much to me, whether it's clothes or knickknacks or whatever. Um, I, I tend to hold on to things mainly because I just don't know like what to do at that time or that it just kind of like all piles up and I've realized how much how much kind of value I have found in some of these things. And I would love to say that I've turned over a leaf and I'm not going to have, you know, clothes that I don't need and stuff that I don't need. And I'm here to tell you that's a lie. I probably will. No, we can remove probably. I definitely will. But I am hoping that I'm coming out of this holding these things far more lightly because my treasures are in heaven where moth and rust and fire and flood and all of those things cannot destroy. So what am I treasuring? What are those things that are so, seem so valuable that I need to hold on to right now? And I'm amazed at so many people, so many like of you guys who are like, no, I get rid of everything. And I'm like, oh, okay. Trying to be better about that. I think it's good to hold on to some things. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but what is my motivation behind it? Am I finding my value in these things? No, because my value is in Christ and in, in eternal things. Number six, this time right now, whatever you're in, it's a light. It's a time for you to be a light. A light on a hill. Matthew 5, uh, 14 says, you are the light of the world. This is Jesus talking. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. And I think like a city set on a hill, a fire that is posted about on Instagram, like it can't be hidden. I'll, I'll hear from somebody and they'll, they'll know about my fire because I shared about it. So, okay, it can't be hidden. How am I going to respond? Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand and it gives light to all in the house in the same way. Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven. But then I happen to look over at that same time at chapter six, verse one, it says, beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them, for then you will have no reward from your father who is in heaven. So there's that, that juxtaposition, right? That Like, okay, we are here to be a light for the Lord, but what is our motivation? Like, am I sharing these things on Facebook so everyone's like, oh my gosh, Michelle, you're so amazing. You're so godly. You're so spiritual. If that's my motivation, it is wrong. And I pray that that is not my motivation. I I believe that's not my motivation. I want to just share truly my heart and what's been going on. But I have asked the Lord that he would use me as a vessel, that he would use our family as a vessel. And this is an opportunity for us to, to be a light for him. And here's the thing. You don't have to have gone through something, you know, traumatic and tragic and everything in between for you to be a light on a hill. Whatever you're in right now, as a believer, you are called to be a light on a hill pointing back to Jesus Christ. 
Friend, this is, again, by no means exhaustive, but these are some things that the Lord has been teaching me in this season, and I know that there are many of you who are walking through your own season right now where the Lord is teaching you things, and I would encourage you to take a minute and stop and really be reflective on what is it that the Lord is teaching you. Jot some of those things down. I love the Notes app. I'm sure other phones have it, but iPhone, you know, we have the notes app and jot those things down because I love paper and pen, but I lose a piece of paper and I forget what was on there. I love being able to open this back up and just kind of have an ongoing list. And here's the thing. When we set our mind on this, like, Lord, what are the ways that you're teaching me? Like, what, what is it that you're teaching me? We become so much more aware and things pop up into our heads. And I would encourage you that as things pop into your head, write them down. It doesn't always have to make sense to you. Write them down. Because I have a feeling the Lord is, is bringing those to your, to your mind to, um, for a reason. So listen to those things. Okay, friend, um, I pray that the Lord is blessing you abundantly within your business, in your family, and that you are a light on a hill no matter what you're walking through right now. Okay, I will see you in the next episode. Talk to you soon. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to Growth Against the Grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there.